Live your own way in the powerful Isuzu D-Max. Visit your local Isuzu Ute dealer today. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Mornings with Mark Duffield. Welcome back to the show. If you want to have your say on anything we said on the show, there's a couple coming through. One bloke accusing me of absolutely having sour grapes. Uh, but you can on the temperate bedshed text line 0487 736 736 or call us on the open line 13 12 55. We're joined now by the West Australians, Jay Rooney. And of course, there was massive, massive events going on in WA Racing at the weekend. The Quokka, the Nullarbor and the Sandgroper. Jay, welcome to the show. And what did you make of it all? Morning, Dustin. Yes, uh, it was a huge weekend, um, you know, I think this uh, this trilogy of slot races we had um, in the space of 24 hours really put uh, West Australian racing back on the uh, on the national spotlight. So I guess we make a big deal of it here because it's here and and, and it's ours. But how much attention does do these events get on the on, on the national front? Well, I think it's uh, I think it's, it definitely put us in the on the national radar, especially. Uh, this time of the year, the autumn carnival we have over here hasn't really garnered much attention from from the east at all for a, a, a long time. For, for any time I've been covering racing in 15 years, and um, you know this this one event that's come on on the scene now has, has done exactly that. It's uh, it, you know we got some great uh, interstate horses and trainers and jockeys over for for the quokka there on Saturday. Obviously, the Sydney horse in overpass winning. Uh, the race from our from our local star Amelia's Jewel, but um, yeah, there's plenty of uh, media from over east that were on course at Ascot on Saturday as well, and obviously Channel Seven broadcasting the race um, around Australia was a big coup as well. So um, yeah, all in all, it's it's really put this this autumn sort of time of racing, which is usually a bit of a downtime for uh, for West Australian racing, it's really put it back on the national radar. So how do we capitalise on it, Jay? And, and what events do we use to capitalise on it? Yeah, well, I think you've just got to make it bigger and better, and not rest on on the on their laurels to just to sort of pat themselves on the back. Thing we've done a great job uh, with this first running of it. Um, obviously, I, I think there's a there's an appetite for the, the trots and the dogs races in the Nullarbor and the Sandgroper, respectively, uh, running those on separate nights. They were both run on Friday night within about an hour and 16 minutes of each other. So um, you did find actually people were leaving. Uh, Cannington after the, the sand groper and, and sort of darting over to Gloucester Park for the next one just over an hour later. So I think having those two races stand alone on, on separate nights um, would be a good move to, to give those races, uh, you know, maximise the opportunity to get people there and, and um, attention on those races. But um, the Quokka itself, it's worth $4 million. It's, uh, you can probably, you could probably bump that up another million or two potentially. And there's, there, there is a bit of an appetite for a more even spread of the prize money um, with the, the model of the prize money in that race. Essentially, the slot holders that, um, that had the right to run a horse in that race had to win or run second just to make a profit from their uh, initial $200,000 investment. So um, I think with, uh, with a race like the Everest in Sydney, there's a more even spread of the prize money to give um, more people an opportunity to to uh, make a profit from their investment, so that'd be another another good move for the Quokka. How big a day was it out at Ascot on Saturday? What sort of crowd did they get? 
Yeah, they got almost 7,000, which isn't a massive number, but um, yeah, I think Melbourne Cup, though, we usually get about double that. But uh, just the, the atmosphere and the vibe out there on Saturday felt like it was almost double that figure. It was, uh, yeah, it was just, just, a, just a, an electric sort of atmosphere, and there were plenty of people um, kicking on after, well after the last race, still there at 6.30, 7 o'clock when the, the band after the last was still going. So, um, yeah, purse racing and racing and wagering Western Australia would have to be pretty stoked with, uh, with the outcome. Tell us about the winner overpass and tell us about the slot holders, Ram Racing. They look like a bunch of pretty interesting dudes. <laughs> yeah, I think this is, um, this is the story of the race, obviously. It was, a, it was a, probably one of the best results you could, you could uh, imagine for the first running of the race to get this, uh, this bunch of knockabout blokes from amateur footy clubs and FIFO workers and uh, a few that are involved in, in racing horses as well. And they got... There are workmates and friend and family friends and etc involved and um, and to take on the the big corporate bookmaking giants like Ladbrokes and Sportsbet and and uh, and take them down in the end with uh, with the horse that they signed up for their slot it was uh, just an incredible story and um, they actually had slots in all three races here over the weekend so they were out at Cannington and Gloucester Park on Friday night and then butted up. Saturday at Ascot, they were at a, at a bar till the, about 4am in Subiaco on Saturday night or the early hours of Sunday morning, uh, still celebrating and kicked on again in Scarborough yesterday. So, um, yeah, just just a great story behind these guys, just to, you know, with the, the negotiations to, to get overpass for their slot. Um, they were behind the eight ball compared to a lot of other uh, sort of corporate sort of entities in terms of what deal they could offer in, in that that's regarding the, the split of the prize money um, that they'd win. So, um, yeah, to, to pull it off, it was, a, it, was a, it was a big result for those guys. So explain that to the, the uninitiated. How does that happen? They buy the slot and then they have to get a horse to fill the slot. Is that what happens? Yeah, that's right. So there's 14 slot holders. They all put in $200,000 each. That's just for the quokka. Um, obviously a, a smaller sort of figure for the other two races, but... Um, yeah, two hundred thousand dollars each, fourteen um, people or, or entities, and uh, and they have to go out and, and essentially um, negotiate a deal with owners of other horses to and, and what sort of uh, split of the prize money um, would take place depending on whether they win or, or run last or, or whatever it is. So, um, you know, a lot of the corporate bookmakers and the bigger sort of uh, groups involved were. Um, offering these really good uh, interstate horses, you know, like 80% um, sort of prize money splits for them or 75% or something like that. So um, the, the Ram Syndicate guys um, from, from here basically had to offer 50-50 because they really had to, had to, uh, had to get their money back in, in some sort of way. So they were, yeah, they were handcuffed a little bit in, that, in those terms in terms of uh, what horse they could get, but um, they, they pulled it off in the end. Now, I've got to ask, without the redraw, running from barrier nine instead of barrier 14, would Amelia's duel have won, do you think? I think she would have. Um, essentially, barrier 14 forced her to go all the way back to last. And, gee, she was sensational running on from there and, and uh, almost pulled it off. But um, I think from barrier nine, she sits probably midfield, uh, just in the perfect spot in, towards the outside and uh, and to be beaten sh- a short half head running on from last, um, I, I think it did make all the difference in the end. But you know, you still take nothing away from Overpass because he's a he's a great horse from Sydney. 
probably flew under under the radar a little bit coming over here. He, he's run second to Nature Strip in the big race in Sydney before. So, um, yeah, you can take nothing away from him. Was Amelia's dual run the run of the race, though, Jay, do you think? Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, she lost absolutely no, uh, no admirers. And there were knockers from over east thinking she'd only beaten up on moderate West Australian sort of opposition in, in her career to date. She's taking on these, you know, Group One proven Group One sprinters from the East Coast. Uh, how would she measure up? Um, and and I can tell you from that run, um, she's she's uh, gained a lot of admirers from from the East Coast. She's uh, she's probably a, a horse that will be set for the Everest now, um, the fifteen million dollar race at Randwick uh, next spring, and um, and maybe even uh, in international races next year. She's uh, the world's her oyster now. Well, that was going to be my next question. So, so what does she do immediately from here? Have you spoken to Simon and the connections to, to work out where she goes from here? Yeah, there's some news this morning that um, it does sound like an offer from a slot holder in the Everest has been made to them. So um, the, the main race that Peter Walsh, the owner of this horse, wants to aim at is the Golden Eagle, which is worth $10 million at Rose Hill next spring. That's for three- and four-year-olds, so she'll be a four-year-old next spring it looks like a perfect race for her and worth that amount of money it's a it's a great aim and and uh she can actually run in the everest two weeks before that essentially as a lead-up run but um just the, just the way that her quality that she'd be a, a great chance in an everest at running for 15 million dollars as well so that's uh that's she'll be heading east that that was the quokka was her last run in western australia i don't think we'll be seeing her uh racing here again where does she sit, do you think? You've been around for 15 years, as you mentioned. Where does Amelia's Jewel sit in terms of the great WA horses you've seen in that time? Yeah, it's, um, gee, she's as, as exciting a prospect as I've seen in my time here. It's, um, yeah, you, you can't sort of compare her to, to some of the really real top horses like a Nordley or anything just yet because she's only had the, the nine races and, um, and you know, she's won a group one here that hasn't been tested on the East Coast, but I think in time she might be thought of as, as one of the, the all-time greats, um, especially if she measures up in, in races like the Everest and Golden Eagle and then uh, potentially uh, Dubai and Royal Ascot next year that she might be, uh, might be heading overseas. So, um, yeah, she's ex- as exciting a horse as I've seen come out of Western Australia in a long, long time. What do you think of slot racing generally? Well, I, I think it's a great concept, to be honest. It's created such a, a huge buzz here. I mean, we are um, we are taking off the, the Everest concept, racing New South Wales' concept um, that's been such a success in Sydney. Um, you know, so it's not, not like it's uh, particularly unique or anything, but, but to, uh, to, to bring in the, the trots and the dogs as well, you know, it's a good initiative to bring them in, get them involved um, and, you know, have, have the eyeballs of of the nation on West Australian racing for, for an entire weekend. So, um, yeah, slot racing, a, a lot of people, there were a lot of knockers early doors when the Everest was first brought in, but you can see how much of a, a huge success that is now. Um, that's arguably, uh, you know, gets more attention than the Melbourne Cup now, really. So um, hopefully the Quokka can sort of uh, continue to build from here. And, and yeah, I think slot racing is the way of the future. 
Jay Rooney from the West Australian, thanks very much for your summing up of the weekend. Certainly a massive day. I did love Amelia's dual run, but well done to Overpass. And the boys from the Rand Syndicate, well done for, for having the Nurries to put yourselves on the line and uh, and come away with a win. Absolutely. Thanks, sir. Jay Rooney from the West Australian, of course, their brilliant racing rider talking about the quokka at the weekend. We'll take a break and we'll be back with more of the show after the break. If you want to have your say, you can. The Temper at Bedshed text line 0487 736 736. Back after the Live break. your own way in the powerful Isuzu D-Max. Visit your local Isuzu new dealer today. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Mornings with Mark Duffield.